Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Welsh, and today we will be surfing the everyday waves. So uh, sometimes we encounter energy um, during the day, and they kind of build up, and you get home from work or whatever else you were doing, and you kind of need to decompress, and sometimes it's really easy to do that, and sometimes it's not so easy. So today we're going to uh, take a few examples and uh, look at that space of finding uh, your own energy again and sort of releasing all the other energy that climbed in your space during the day. So uh, it'll be a light uh, meditation today um, to sort of move this energy around uh, where we let go of situations, pictures, energy to let you see the space around you again. We have all had that day of coming home where we're just full, full of all sorts of energy that's outside of us. And in meditation, it's not harsh. Uh, but if I say this enough outside of meditation, uh, it's kind of like I'm saying, get everyone out of your space. Uh, but that sounds like a whole lot of separation instead of this gentleness of releasing an energy back to its source and letting your own energy flow. But before that, uh, I'm going to give you your homework first. So for today, after today's show, I'd like you to look around your everyday tasks to make room for a little more of you to show up. And so what do I mean by that? So sometimes we do these mundane tasks and we're doing them almost daily. And so that kind of sets you up as a super sensitive psychic person to use those tasks to find your space or to tap into another type of spiritual energy. And so, for example, washing the dishes. We all sort of need to do that a couple times a week, if not a couple times a day. Uh, but you can use the bubbles of the soap or the water uh, and fill them up with uh, energy, maybe a gold energy or whatever color you're into that day and let them let those bubbles dissipate um, and as they kind of move around they dissipate at, you can send out healing vibes in those bubbles and uh, you can just release those vibes either into your household into your town your city your building you know your neighborhood uh, however you'd like to do that but it's you know there for you probably right now, <laughs> but you could do that. So sometimes with so much going on in um, the world right now, it's hard to keep finding your space and you'll actually have to keep finding your space. And so you want to use everything around you to keep doing that. And so you can use these little tasks throughout the day to uh, find your space again. And for me, washing dishes opens up a whole mediumship space for me, and I'm not sure how that exactly started this lifetime, but maybe because it's the water and I'm playing in the water. Um, but for others, it might be lighting a candle where once you see that little flame, 
it just opens up that space. And so when that mediumship space opens, you can put a circle around the space, you can ground it, you can stay in a light trance state, um, you can start talking to whoever shows up, um, but the gentleness in your tasks will help you get farther than like grabbing an energy. Like, oh, there's the mediumship. Oh, now I'm going to do, do all this stuff. And like, you get all riled up. You don't need to do that. You can just stay in the trance state. So you're using that state to move energy around, observe energy, invite other energies in. Um, so that is just another example. But you're basically showing the cosmos that you're available um, to that energy. And sometimes it's mediumship. Sometimes it's other uh, psychic abilities that start to pop out. Um, so we'll see what happens when we get into meditation today. Another example is that if you're having trouble starting a task or finishing one, let's just say in your home space, you want to ground the energy. And actually, it opens up that space to actually read what's going on from a meditative state. So do you see a color? Maybe you're hearing music or a scene playing out in different parts of your home space. You can use the elements of earth, fire, water, air to move the energy around, and you start saying hello to all those energies. And so if one of those elements is missing, like one of the earth or fire, water, air is missing, you can add it to the space. Um, if it feels too metal, if it feels too uh, earthy, if it feels too watery, um, you can make those adjustments, but sometimes being in a trance state helps you see those things. And being outside of trance, um, you start to make judgments really fast. In fact, you can already hear it in my voice. <laughs> like I'm already starting to move energy around, but it's not from a trance state. So, okay. So if you look at your whole home space and uh, you're looking at the movement of energy in and out, in and out, outside of the house, maybe how energy moves around the house, maybe how the traffic flows or the streets are lined up. If you start looking at those energies, you can start to sort of get a little more neutral and then come back to your home space. So sometimes zooming out, uh, looking at the home space from above or around your whole uh, space, then you can sort of jump in and get into a little bit more of the details. Um, but usually you want to avoid the details because again, you'll get into judgment really fast. And by judgment, I mean defining uh, what the energy is. And so we want to keep the energy flowing at all times as much as you can. Um, we're not trying to be perfect, but we are trying to let the energy move around and sort of show you what it's doing. Um, and because you're part of it, you're part of all the energy that's circling the globe right now, you want to be flowing with everything else around you. And sometimes that's hard, and then you get full, and then you come back from work or being outside, whatever, and you're like, oh, I just want to find my space again. <laughs> we may not say those words, but it has that meaning of like, oh, I just need to be me for five seconds. And so that sitting down and finding your space can be really difficult. So in that case, you want to start washing dishes or um, you can be taking out the garbage and like focusing on every step that you take on the earth as you go to the garbage can. <laughs> that sounds really silly, but uh, it does 
like sort of trick you into that state. Um, if you're watering plants, you can be saying hello to the plants and the trees, and then suddenly you're hearing the birds and you're watching the birds do their thing, and you can actually see the energy at some point of whatever the birds are doing and the calls back and forth to each other. You can see the connections they're making to some of the earth energy if you just sort of get into that light trance state. Um, if you're working out, you can be playing with the number of repetitions that feel good to you. You can change the bubble of energy that you're in to different colors and see what works uh, for you and what's more fun to work out in. Um, you can connect to the earth uh, as you're working out or to the sun and only do one or the other, or you can do both, see what happens and see what works best for you. You can experiment um, if you have to make a phone call, that's another uh, place to practice um, where you can gr be grounding yourself and you can put out a little bubble of communication out in front of you. And it's not your bubble. It's not your aura. It maybe has a different grounding cord than yours. It's outside your space. And you can invite that other person that you're going to talk to into that bubble and uh, see what happens. But you want to leave the energy open but you can invite them into a certain energy you're trying to create and see what happens. Um, for example, if you have to do a, a another type of appointment, like a doctor's or dentist or something like that, um, you can ground the whole facility before you get there. Usually, uh, as a sensitive psychic person, you will probably space out in that scenario. So you can ground the whole sort of footprint of that facility in the parking lot and just ground the whole thing into the center of the earth separate from your grounding cord you can ground out all the trauma and that's pretty much it you don't need to go totally bananas but you can just get it to a state where you can ground uh, the facility before you walk in there um, and all you're trying to do is to be as conscious as you can uh, for those type of appointments, for example. So you can keep going with many of these types of mundane activities. Um, but in meditation, we do want to open up a world uh, where it's your own world, and yet it's also not separate from the cosmos. And so we can approach this meditative state with uh, the energy of a hello. And I learned this a long, long, long time ago at the Berkeley Psychic Institute, and their big deal was like saying hello to everything. And sometimes that's great. That's a great space. But we can't quite do it in every second of every day in every task. So you can do it for some things like, let's say, washing dishes, but maybe not in the middle of a boardroom. So um, you do want to practice this before you sort of take it out into other parts of your world. Sometimes it's easier to work on um, doing the mundane task first, um, looking at the energy that way and seeing, you know, where are the tasks that you really fall into a deep trance state and then where do you not? It's very light. It's very easy, that sort of thing. You want to know how deep you can go um, in some of these meditations that we're doing and uh, where the light area is for you. Um, it, it's all important for you to understand your space and how you uh, approach your psychic states. Um, but it takes time and you can't rush it. And 
if I look back 20 years ago, oh my God, I had no idea what I was doing. And today I probably still don't, um, but maybe there's just more of me that doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> if that makes any sense. So uh, you want to get to a state of hello. And by that, you're just saying hello to the energy. So hello, birds that are chirping in my neighborhood right now that I can hear. Um, or hello to uh, this home space that I'm in right now. And when you say this hello, it's kind of like puts out this bubble of energy around. That's just, it doesn't have any uh, attitude with it other than hello. It doesn't, it's not like, ugh, gross. There's that energy over there. I don't want to say hello to it. That's too much. That's too much conflict. That's too much of that resistance already. And so if you encounter, even today when we do our exercises today, um, when we encounter an energy and we get to that point where we're like, ugh, no way, um, you want to sort of back off and try to find your neutral state again. Uh, sometimes there's just things that are very volatile in our wor worlds. It happens. And... Um, we're not trying to avoid those things. Um, sometimes they lead to great spiritual revelations. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're a complete waste of time. <laughs> but sometimes they open up worlds that you didn't know before. So we want to get to a state where we can say, hello, that thing that I don't like that's over there. Um, at least you can say hello. So we'll experiment with that a little bit more in meditation. It's a little bit easier to see those spaces in meditation. It's easy to be reactive outside of meditation. So today in our surfing session, we're going to look at clearing out energy in our first three chakras uh, different and the layers of our aura that sort of correspond to those first three chakras. So the first chakra is at the base of the spine, and it has a lot to do with the skeletal system, and it has a lot to do with survival. And all the chakras in the body have many different attributes, and we won't go into all of them today. Uh, usually, if you go on your own self-discovery, you will find out all sorts of things very quite easily, and you'll find out some of them today. Uh, the second uh, chakra is uh, having a lot to do with creativity, and also money. And then the third chakra has a lot to do with that getting it done energy. And it really um, sort of uh, looks at that energy of the solar plexus right in the center of the body. And it's above the belly button where the second chakra is around the belly button. But I've noticed in meditation that there's these other, other chakras that are like popping out. And I'm not sure if this just human evolution or it's always been there and now I'm aware of it. So don't be surprised if you find some other little chakra centers hanging around. That's totally fine. Um, we usually talk about seven. Uh, that's just sort of how things happened, but there's a lot. Uh, we know that there's chakras in our palms of our hands and the soles of our feet. So uh, there are chakras below the body um, that are probably hanging out maybe in the earth and there's some that are way far above our head. Um, so don't be surprised if you find out some more. Um, the other thing we're going to be doing is that we're looking for um, a change from the energy that you're starting with today. 
um, as we get into meditation, what were the colors? What was the energy like where you started? And what is it like when you finish? And all we're looking for is a change. Uh, we're not really so concerned with the exact colors and, um, oh, that first chakra should be red. <laughs> and it wasn't red when I started. And now it's, I don't know, yellow. So whatever those ideas about colors, um, you can maybe open yourself up to let any of the colors sort of show up for you as you look at those chakras. Uh, we've all seen the diagram of the chakra man uh, where there's this little, you know, red color for the first chakra, orange for the second, and yellow for the third. But it may not look like that for you. And it doesn't have to. Um, it's just sort of a guideline. So that's just a little little tip, little tip there. Um, so, okay, I think we're just about ready to get going. Um, we will be creating um, uh, energy within ourselves, we will be releasing energy uh, out of ourselves into the center of the earth. Um, and sometimes um, we have done this before in past shows where we uh, imagine an energy going into a rose and then dissipating that rose or um, having it disappear. And uh, we can do that today uh, during our meditation. Um, we'll just have to see how things open up. So why don't you take a deep breath and let's call that aura in and around ourselves. For today, we want the aura about three feet in front and behind you, above and below you. You want to just have enough room to sort of look at energy today. We also want to be observing and not defining what the energy is. Great. So take another deep breath, and I'd like you to find that space behind your eyes, in the center of your head. It's sometimes a little bit easier to look at energy from this point in the center of your head, in the sixth chakra. And for today, it might uh, be a little bit easier to look at energy as if there's a movie screen out in front of you. For others of you, you might just be hanging out in the different chakras as we talk. Sometimes we like to fly around our own space, and that's okay too. Um, but we'll just keep coming back to the space in the center of our head. Um, the higher up we go with these chakras, the more neutral uh, we are, usually. So um, you might just notice that it's easy to be in the center of your head, and yet you have all this energy around you of everything that you got into <laughs> before the show. And it can all be there as you're in the center of your head. Okay. So if you notice that space, like, wow, I'm kind of full already. So just take another deep breath, and I'd like you to, to imagine a grounding cord from the base of the spine, that first chakra to the center of the earth. 
It might look like a column of light that flows from the first chakra down to the center of the earth. And then from the feet chakras, the soles of the feet, I'd like you to just allow some of that earth energy to start to flow through uh, those energy centers, through the legs, into that first chakra at the base of the spine. We're just letting that earth energy flow. We're not really releasing any of our energy right now. We're just bringing in and connecting to that earth energy. Just letting that earth energy flow in and flow out. So you can allow some of that earth energy to start to bubble up the spine. Some of it will flow over the shoulders, down the arms and out the palms of the hands. Some of that earth energy will flow through that fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra, center of the head, and out the seventh chakra. Great. The other piece to this is that we're going to call in some of that cosmic energy. And we're calling it in from the sun. So you might notice that that cosmic energy starts to flow from above your head into the crown chakra at the top of the head. It starts to flow down the back channels of the spine. It's mixing with that earth energy. And it's going to start to flow up the front channels of the spine. Some of that Solar light will flow through the legs, out the feet. It'll flow through the grounding cord. It'll flow through the arms and out the palms of the hands. And some of that cosmic energy will flow through the fifth and the sixth and the seventh chakra and out again at the top of the head. Take another deep breath. So in this state, you can imagine that you've just come home from your day. That might involve work or other activities. And sometimes finding your space might be a little bit tenuous. And just for now, we've just started running Earth and Cosmic Energy. But let's say we want to go a little further and find out what happened to our first chakra today. (laughs) What did it encounter? What did it pick up? What does it look like? So from this moment, I'd like you to just look at how big your first chakra is at the base of the spine. You may have awareness of it already. You may not have really looked at it before. You might see it as a glowing ball of light. Might look like a big wheel. Might look like a flat disc. Just notice that space. 
There might be another symbol that comes to mind. You can see this out in front of you on that movie screen, or you might see it just from actually looking at that first chakra. So I'd like you to notice if there's a color that you associate with it at this moment. Do you notice any pictures or energy? Sometimes there's uh, different people you associate with that first chakra. In that first chakra, you might notice if there were any uh, periods of the day so far that you were looking at your own survival or someone else's. Any sort of uh, attributes about keeping the body safe? Anything to do with the skeletal system? And any energy that doesn't seem to be in present time, you can ground it through your grounding cord. Just release it down the grounding cord. And any energy that you would like your first chakra to be, maybe you have a different color that you'd like to use for it. I'd like you to just let that happen now. Usually it's just a little choice. Like, oh, I'd like it to be that color. And just any other energy that might point to other world events happening right now. Sometimes we get tied to things because of our past life travels. Sometimes it's other folks around us that are very excited about something else going on in the world. And so that sort of contributes to that first chakra energy. But I also want you to take a look at where and how comfortable you are with that first chakra. And if there's any sort of energy that makes you not want to look or pay attention or you want to go unconscious really fast, I'd like you to just ground that energy out. We're not trying to construct a perfect first chakra energy. Instead, we're looking at that first chakra and we're saying hello. You might notice and get kind of excited about how much energy that first chakra is actually handling. That first chakra also talks to and collaborates with that first layer of your aura. And that first layer is the one closest to your body. You might want to take a look around that layer of your aura. You might see it clearly. It might just be very fuzzy. But you might want to take a look around and see if you notice any areas that you can't see. Maybe you can't see over your right shoulder or in back of you, or in front of you. 
So any energy of that first layer of your aura, I'd like you to just ground that into the center of the earth through that grounding cord. Just release any energy you might have picked up on that was highlighting your survival or someone else's. Maybe you just noticed it today. Maybe it's from a couple of weeks ago and you were going to get back to it later. Sometimes as sensitive psychic people, we like to hang on to energy to look at it later. (laughs) And then we never do. So I'd like you to just ground out any of that energy. That first chakra energy, that first layer of the aura energy that may not be in present time. So for now, if you're listening to the show, you're probably in a safe space. You're probably in a quiet state. So I'd like you to just ground out any energy that might be kind of loud in this layer of the aura or in this chakra. You can let that first layer be the same color as that first chakra energy. Okay, so I'd like you to let that color be there. We're having cosmic and earth energy flow through that first chakra and through that first layer of the aura. As that earth and cosmic energy flow through our space, there's this little fountain action that happens out of the top of the head that sort of fountains into that first layer of the aura and all the other layers. So let's move on to the second chakra. The second chakra does a lot of things. It has male and female energies in here. And I actually don't really talk about that too much because really it's just all creative. It's all the creative energies you could possibly think of. It does also have a lot to do with money. Sometimes um, it's said that that second chakra is a couple of inches below the navel. You might see it as just that belly button area. It is an area where you can tap into uh, those different energies of a being, being at a body. It's a little less about survival and more about what are you going to do with the body? (laughs) How are you going to express yourself? I'd like you to just notice what that color of that second chakra might be right now. You might notice that there could be energy coming into that second chakra. 
any energetic cords you might have, you can release those down the grounding cord. If we have uh, siblings, uh, sometimes they tap into this space. Any energies of this uh, second chakra that might feel unconscious to you or missing, I'd like you to just let that second chakra be as big as you'd like it to be and the color you'd like it to be. Any pictures or energy that don't seem to be in present time, you can release them. And we're doing this just for today. So we don't need to solve every single tiny piece of energy that might be bothering you in any of the chakras today. You can let them be there. You can say hello to that second chakra in all its glory. It might be really big right now. It might have a symbol with it. If there's any connection points that second chakra is making to other things, you can keep them or release them. If there's any sort of worries that have come up, sometimes they like to sit in the second chakra. Sometimes the worries can be yours. Sometimes they could be somebody else's. So anything that's not in present time, you can release it. And any energy in that second layer of the aura can take a look around your space. layer of the aura might look like a very different color of energy than the chakra itself. It doesn't have to be the same, but you can decide how you'd like those energies to flow with that color. We're using colors here to make it a little easier instead of reading every piece of energy that's circulating around the second layer of the aura. Like that first layer, that second layer of your aura is grounded into that grounding cord. Any energy that you might have picked up in today's travels might be released. Any past creative projects that maybe are unfinished or you haven't thought of, you can just release it down the crown cord. You can come back to that later. Sometimes it's nice to let your own energy flow through that second uh, chakra, that second layer of the aura, without all the creative projects in it. You can always come back 
to those creative projects quite easily. You just might want to take a break. Great. Okay, third chakra. So that third chakra, sometimes we see it as yellow. Sometimes it can be red. (laughs) It can be a really loud color. Um, That third uh, chakra does a lot of different things. Like the second has a lot to do with our enthusiasm. It can be a little aggressive at times. It can be um, where we look at our dream states sometimes um, in the night or when you're napping, you leave your body out of the third chakra. It doesn't always have to be that way, but most of us do that. It's certainly an option. (laughs) So there's lots of different dream time activities that can get mixed up with the daily activities of trying to get stuff done. And uh, this uh, chakra is really good at getting things done and organizing people and uh, telling people what to do, taking orders. It kind of goes both ways. Um, it's certainly um, our 3D selves. So that third dimensional everyday kind of world, that's kind of what's happening in that third chakra. So I'd like you to just ground out any energy that's not yours in here. Any of those uh, ideas of you should have done something or you could have done something, you can release those now. Any place where you're keeping score or keeping the list of stuff you have to do, you can release that also. Uh, Any any energy that you might be... um, keeping to yourself about any of the trophies you might uh, have received this lifetime. Sometimes those trophies can end up like symbols in this third chakra or the third layer of the aura. This uh, third chakra has a lot to do with accomplishment. So any energy about that, you can just release that down the grounding cord. And we're doing that to make room for more. So more of you can show up right now to accomplish more stuff. (laughs) It sounds very silly, but we're just releasing an energy so we can have more fun. Any energy here about the past, you can release down that grounding cord any recurring or bad dreams or good dreams. You can release that down the grounding cord. You might want to take a look at that layer of the aura. So the third layer of the aura from the body. You might find past dreams, past accomplishments, any of the events of the day that have to do with accomplishment. You 
You might notice that this layer of the aura does say hello to the entire body. So any sort of issues or things you have to do, having to do with the body, you can just release that down the grounding cord. As a spirit, you're taking your body with you, so you're not going to forget. So I'd like you to just notice that color of the third layer of the aura and the color of that chakra. And just notice if there's any other connection points that are happening in these areas, that third chakra. Sometimes we get tied to work or some other project. We start to identify ourselves with it. So any of that sort of connection, you can release that for now. You can come back to that later. But for now, we're just getting our third chakra space to a state that it's all our own. And any sort of expectations others have of you, you can release that down the grounding cord. Any of those expectations you see in the layer of your aura, you can release that. Okay. So for now, I'd like you to call in a little more cosmic energy and a little more earth energy. I'd like you to let those energies flow through those first, second, and third chakras. Okay. So for now, you can climb back up to that sixth chakra center of the head. If you were flying around your body and your aura, and if you haven't, that's great. You could just let that sixth chakra be a little bigger. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to do some more. Hi, this is Christy Walsh. We hope you're enjoying the surf today. Come find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing on SoundCloud or Facebook at Surfing the Psychic Waves and check out the archives on inflowradio.com. Hey, I would love to hear what waves you're surfing right now. For live shows, here's the number to call. 1-760-456-7277. That number again, 1-760-456-7277. And we are back surfing the psychic waves. And today's show is surfing the everyday waves. So in the first part of the show, we looked at the first, second, and third chakra 
and the corresponding layers of the aura. And we're going to jump back into that space again. So I'd like you to just take another deep breath and get back into that space behind your eyes. And you might have just left your energy running during the break, and that's fine. But if you stopped, and we're going to start again. So from the base of the spine to the center of the earth, we're just going to let that connection point between ourselves and the earth form into that grounding cord. You might see it as a column of light. And that earth energy will start to bubble up through the soles of the feet, through the legs, and into that first chakra at the base of the spine. And it's going to make its way through all the other chakras. Up to the top of the head. Some of that earth energy will flow over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. And then we're going to call in a little more of that cosmic energy from the sun. We're going to call it in above our head. You might see a golden sun up there. I'd like you to just to allow that to start to fall into your space into the top of the head, down the back channels of the spine, into that first chakra at the base of the spine. It's mixing with earth energy. Some of that cosmic energy will flow through the legs. Start to pull up the spine. It'll flow over the shoulders and down the arms and out the palms and the hands. Some of that energy will start to bubble up through the fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra center of the head, and out the seventh chakra. So as a spirit, I'd like you to just settle into that space behind your eyes in the center of your head. It's a little bit easier to look at the chakras from this sixth chakra clairvoyant space. But I know there are some of you out there that will just fly around your space anyway, so that's okay. <laughs> We're just coming back to that sixth chakra center of the head as a base. So we moved out uh, some of that energy from the first three chakras, but I'd like us to take another look and make any adjustments you'd like. So that first chakra at the base of the spine, we were looking at survival in this uh, chakra. Any uh, issues with the skeletal system can be seen here. But that's not all the first chakra does. It is also tapped into uh, the center of the earth and earth activities. So any places where you might be very interested in or excited about or worried about anything going on on the earth, I'd like you to just ground out any of that energy from that first chakra down to the center of the earth and any energy that might be hanging out in your first layer of your aura having to do with earth issues, I'd like you to just ground that back into the center of the earth. We connect to the earth this way because the earth knows all of us and has seen everything. 
and certainly knows kind of what to do with some of this earth energy. And sometimes as a very sensitive psychic person, you might pick up on different energies that may or may not be yours. They may have nothing to do with you, but because it's on the earth, it might create a worry. So any of that worry energy, I'd like you to just ground it out into the center of the earth. Sometimes when you say the words, just let it go. (laughs) It's not uh, that easy. But you can look at the idea of the earth as a partner in what this worry energy is about. And you may, may know some of it. But we probably don't know what all that worry is actually pointing to. But the earth is your friend in this case. And will help you handle that worry. And for right now, you don't need to have it in your space. You can come back to it and worry all you want after the show. (laughs) So just take another deep breath and just let any of that worry fall away. It'll land softly in the center of the earth. And then any of that energy that we were looking at in the second chakra, all that creativity, all that male-female stuff, but it's more than that. It's not a dichotomy of male or female. It's all that creative energy. like you to just notice some of that energy that can be released to the center of the earth. Any sort of energies that are um, pushing you to hurry up and get creative. Any energy that's not giving you space with your creativity, I'd like you to just release it down the grounding cord, any of that push and pull with money, just because it's so widely used, you can release that down the grounding cord. Any pictures of money or situations having to do with money in the second layer of the aura, I'd like you to just release that energy. And we're doing this from sort of a global state not really looking at the specifics. You just might see blobs of energy and that's fine. But I'd like you to just let that energy vibrate at the color you'd like in the second chakra and the second layer of the aura. They can be the same or different. And then the third chakra So we were looking at expectations a few minutes ago, and I'd like to return to that. So that third chakra has a lot to do with dreams, has a lot to do with the getting it done sort of mechanics of everyday life. So I'd like you to just release any energy that has to do with expectation of delivering some kind of work product. 
or outcome or result or document. Any of that expectation energy that might hang out in that third layer of your aura. Any expectations you might have about what your dreams might be like tonight. Or any of that expectation about sleep. Sleeping a lot, sleeping a little. Any concerns about how um, big your energy will be today or later today. I'd like you to just ground out any of that expectation. Sometimes it's our own expectations. Sometimes uh, it's coming from outside places. And whatever that is, you can just say hello to that. And then you can just ground it out into that grounding cord. Great. So I'd like you to call in a little more cosmic energy like we did before. You might see it above your head like a big golden sun, and I'd like you to bring it into your space. And so while your own energy is running, you're calling in this cosmic energy to help you with the flow of all that energy. I'd like you to call in a little more earth energy too. This earth energy is going to let you sort of move around the planet a little easier. And as you fill up your space with earth and cosmic energy, it gives you the space to run as much of your energy as you'd like and as fast as you'd like or as slow as you'd like. So for now, let's return to the center of your head and let's come out of trance. So I already gave you homework at the top of the show. So stay tuned for more on Inflow Radio. We have Venus Andrick up next in the summer next round. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.